goes another 20 euro. Holy shit, I hate those guys. Gotta hate 20 euro. Somebody help these 20 It's time to figure it out, Ricky. Don't touch me. Don't fucking touch me. Fucking back from LA, bitches. Coming in on the red eye. Red eye. Well, it's like <laughs> kind of like a normal eye. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I got I got in at uh, 1.30 a.m. Okay. That's late enough. The flight was supposed to get in a lot earlier. It was delayed like three hours on the day. Oh, uh, okay. 1.30. Oh, so that means you left at... Uh, is there anything more? 6.30. Is there anything more confusing than time changes and like traveling across yes. borders of quantum physics, <laughs> okay. trigonometry, investing, okay. you know, finance, yeah, um, uh-huh. yeah, computers okay. like code, maybe a couple uh, things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, how do you want to start things off? Tell us about the trip. Tell us about the weekend. Well, okay. Well, first of all, should we just say we're on uh, too many jams? A show yes. about all things twenty-year-old. Yes. With help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we want to shed some light on things that the seemingly right age group lost or confused. Um, right now, we're sitting in Robbie's room. We're all set up at the new house. Got a nice half sun glare going on in my body here. Um, it's mid afternoon on a Tuesday. And uh, Trav hasn't been here in like. Almost a full week. Almost a week actually. and a half because I got a concussion. I had to go home for a yeah. few days and then I went right to LA from that. And um, it looks like you had a sick trip though. Well, yeah, we'll talk about both things. We'll talk about the concussion and LA. Uh, but yeah, buddy. So LA, guys, is amazing. Just have to say it like that city, if, if any place on earth inspires you, that like it, it, it's something about how there's such like a wealthy and like non-wealthy like there's all these like contrast contrasts yeah to nothing like that to motivate you to be on the wealthy side of things. <laughs> um so little little backstory um i was originally supposed to go to la with a girl i was seeing uh we had plans to go to palm springs for a few days and then venice beach for a few days she had a coupon to stay at the ace hotel there um and also she was really cool and she was like let's rent a motorcycle so, uh, first of all, I love that. Like, not many people are just down to hop on a Is Harley. That idea? Yeah. Wow. Like, I definitely, I, I definitely uh, explain how much I love motorbikes. But yeah, she was like, "Oh, let's rent one." Uh, it could have been more up your alley. More, exactly, and like that, that that floored me that someone Especially would even actually get a Harley. Oh, dude! If uh, if any of you follow Trav on Instagram, you saw his picture of him topless, just absolutely shredded on uh, sitting on his Harley <laughs> this past weekend. And you know what? If you don't follow him, follow him. But we'll post a picture uh, just for reference that you guys can check out later. Yeah. So it was her idea, and um, we we found a place, rented it, and getting closer to the trip, she ended up. Two things ended up happening. One, her work was getting really crazy. Cold feet. And two cold feet, yeah. <laughs> so one, her work was like pressuring her out of taking the vacation. And then uh, we also were having some relationship issues. So we ended up splitting up. And uh, we were looking at the trip like two weeks before. And let me tell you, 
non-fundable, not exchangeable. <laughs> so uh, the Harley place would not give you a dollar back. They would only give you a store credit for half of the amount, which is fucking useless. Yeah. Uh, I'm never going to use that again or like ha- also half the amount in a store credit. And two, I booked the flight on a points deal that was non-exchangeable or changeable. It even said that. I remember when I was booking it, it was like points deal, like non-exchangeable, changeable or refundable. Like, do you want to book it? I was like, yeah. Of course, have no issues. <laughs> so this is like the one time that uh, you know how you always just look over flight insurance or insurance. You know, yeah. if you change your mind last minute, it's like an extra like seven dollars tabbed on, and you just gloss it over every time. This is the one time where it would have been useful. Well, we were only like two months away from the trip, or a month and a half when we booked it, and I was like, "What could go wrong?" <laughs> <laughs> um, what ha- what did go wrong was that, and then I immediately got a concussion like five days before I left on the trip. Yeah. Um, that's not fun either. Playing hockey. So that's not fun either. So I had to go home and just like, I have a history with concussions. We can talk about that later in the episode. But yeah, man, I had to just shut down for like four days, just be healthy, stay at home, started feeling a bit normal, closer to the trip. Um, got on the trip solo dolo and uh, hopped on the Harley day one. Had uh, two fat bags on me. Like I packed a traveler's backpack and had like my normal backpack filled to the brim. And you were riding that... That fat hog the whole day, yeah. With we, that, with both bags on, yeah. Because I didn't get my Airbnb. Luckily, because I, I didn't, I wasn't even supposed to have an Airbnb. I was going to couch hop. Yeah. Thank God I didn't. Or I, I got an Airbnb um, because I didn't have the option to couch hop the second night. I would have had to actually. Ben, uh, my friend, said I could stay at his place in Manhattan Beach, but it would have been way the fuck away. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, but I needed a place to like rest the noggin for the concussion. Like I needed a home base. I didn't get that till 4 p.m. So yeah, I was on the bike with these two things. Don't really ride motorbikes. Um, so like hopping on a bike in a strange city was like very scary. And um, I was I was thinking about this. The, the bike that you rented, mm-hmm. and I know how, I mean, all of them are sort of shaped differently and like ones are more sort of leisurely. So they're back more. What was your like overall position on the bike? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Were you like leaned over? No, it was uh, Harleys have a really upright riding position, kind of built for comfort. So you got like a a bit of a slouch in your back. Your arms are at uh, shoulder, like your arms are kind of outstretched. Like it's very comfortable. So like it it is a comfortable bike. I was able to put the bag on my back and my front and just kind of sit there relatively comfortably. But so I'm hopping on LA freeway. It's traffic. It's scary. I'm scared. I got this fat bag on. Um, motorbikes are allowed to lane split there, so they're allowed to go between cars and oh, stuff. Oh, are you? Mm-hmm. No way I was fucking doing that. I, I was I was going to be like Mr. Cautious on this trip because of my head. Like I was not going to fuck around. Yeah. Um, so I'm on this bike. It takes me to get from the airport to my Airbnb area like an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes in the fucking traffic just sitting there because I can't split. And how how uh, long would that normally take? If there was zero traffic, yeah. 30 minutes. Okay. So it's crazy. That's like why people Toronto. get people get motorbikes to split lanes, cut traffic, and I couldn't even do that. So I'm just like inching along with my yeah. bags. So I, I guess the, the danger there is if like someone pulls out into another lane, right? right? Or you bounce off like the side of a car as you're trying to fit through a tight yeah, gap. Yeah, you take off like a mirror or something. Mirror, yeah. So yeah, I'm taking it easy. I'm heading over there. And not to mention, I just got a fucking concussion. And the majority of my concussion issues are actually neck related, like 
injury in my neck. So muscle tightness is like a major thing that makes me feel shitty with two bags on and the tension on the bike, my neck and back locked up and I was feeling like an absolute trash bag. Um, just sitting there cruising, the bike's kind of getting hot in between my legs. Um, so that was a bit of a stressful way to start it. And then I, uh, so I, first things first is I dump the bags or no, I stopped by our friends. Um, I stopped by Loud Luxury is a band that a few of our friends uh, started. They're now doing pretty well, and they're out in LA. They have a house in the hills. Yeah. So I, uh, our friend is an assistant, Matt Smeaton, who's been on the show before, is an assistant to that band, and he was out there in LA as well. So I popped over to their house in the hills um, to see him, and my God, is it nice. <laughs> sweet, it's a sweet place, eh? Yeah, it's a dope place. I don't know how much like they wanted out there, but... Uh, it was like, <clears throat> yeah, like four stories on a hillside, has a studio, a pool. Fuck, yeah. sick. Money's nice, man. Money uh, must be nice. Yeah. They're great guys. Like, they, they weren't even there at the time. I was just seeing Schmitz and then, uh, so Schmitz and I caught up. He's a love Schmitz. So, so happy he was there. Uh, went back to the Airbnb, dropped my stuff, got changed, showered up, and I went out, met met up with them later. Yeah. So, we're chilling at their place. I'm with his, I'm with La Luxury, uh, their manager, Adrian Schmitten, uh, this girl Brittany, who I loved. Uh, she didn't love me though. I think she was in love with the band. Next time. Next time. Um, and uh, it was so funny. I was telling Rob, I'm like, a lot of times, like we do a lot of like attention getting activities. Like we're like the band at a, an event. We have a podcast, or like I'm a loud guy at the party, and people are like, Trav, Rob, like what's up? Like you guys. Yeah. I couldn't have been more of a fucking loser peasant. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Like no one was even taking a look in your I'm direction. Like, I have a band. Like, <laughs> like everyone's like, cool, cool. You're with a, a superstar. You're in their house. You know what I mean? Like, she. I, I play music. Yeah. So loud luxury. When's a new song? So when's your four hundred million dollar multi platinum hit <laughs> gonna hit half a billion views? Um, it was yeah. pretty funny. So I kind of had to just be a peasant. But it was. It's always fun being a peasant. Sometimes like they paid for. I went out with like the manager. They had to do some work upstairs. Um, uh, but the manager like paid for drinks and like the Ubers and stuff. And I was like, nice. I'm just Tight. a groupie. I like Tight. it. Just a little taste of what's the. Also, side note, guy who showed up there while I was chilling there. Have you ever seen that Justin Bieber eats a burrito sideways? Yeah, that guy was there. That guy was there. He's Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, he chills with those guys. So <laughs> no way. he walks in while we're just chilling, having some drinks. And uh, so I just meet him. And I'm like, oh, that guy looks kind of famous. I was like, oh, he's got a cool look to him. And when he walks out of the room, they're like, yeah, that's a Bieber sideways burrito guy. <laughs> now, would you be uh, would you be stoked if you were... If you were famous, but you were also labeled as the Bieber sideways burrito guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would. I'd 100% be stoked. Okay. Man, because you could turn fame into anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if that guy had a band or a podcast like us, it's just that much more eyes on it. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like when you get put into a, any sort of big movie role, like like Harry Potter, for instance. Even you know, if you're the fucking Daniel janitor. Radcliffe, Daniel Radcliffe, for the rest of his life, is known as Harry Potter. Right, right. Fair, I guess. But still, I feel like if he wanted to do a podcast or a band or something, he could get pretty famous. Yeah, just that's from true. His name. I guess he's like branched out enough. The, from the then, guy, but. The, the guy seemed nice. So when I got home to the Airbnb, I watched some videos of like the making of it, like the YouTube channel. I've and seen all those that. videos too. Really cool concept. These guys out in LA have a YouTube channel called Yes Theory, and it's all about just like pushing your comfort zone and like doing cool stuff like that. Yeah, they have a really cool channel. Sick. Something well, we should look into. I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah. Did you, so, did you end up seeing Kai at all? No, 
No. Okay. No, Kai. Kai's family came into town. That's why my like Thursday night fell through. Uh, okay. So that so that was a Wednesday night. I got in. We partied with them. We went to a nice bar downtown. Just kind of chilled. It was nice catching up with some friends. Nice seeing them. And uh, they were like, "Yo, Trav, like you have a motorbike. We had a show in Vegas tomorrow night. Four and a half hours. Why don't you drive out to Vegas?" And I was like, "Yeah, fucking yeah." And uh, I was all fired up about it, like thinking I'm going to be so sweet, motor hog down to Vegas, no big deal. Um, the next day, I'm like texting them. I'm texting you guys, like, should I do it? Should I do it? Yeah. Four and a half hours on the open fucking highway. Let's go. And um, I started doing some logistics. I talked to them. They, they, I could have gone on their jet, yeah. but it was 400 bucks, which would have been cool, like private jet. Um, yeah, but, but 400 bucks expensive. is expensive. Yeah. Like, that's round trip. Round trip. Um, if I had more money, I would have done it. I'm just thinking right now, you're talking about the bike. Mm. Yeah. Just leave it in. Fuck it. Okay. Yeah. Continue on. Um, yeah. That would have been a, it would have been a sick night. Also would have been a sick rip down there on the bike. But I mean, what did you, what did you end up doing instead? Well, so I, I crunched a little logistics and, and sorry, what Robbie was mentioning there is I'm talking about the motorbike. I didn't, uh, I didn't tell my parents I got a motorbike. Um, one, because a few things happened right before and I was just like focused on my head and I didn't want to bring it up. Uh, and two, I didn't want them to worry about me on the trip. Like they would have, it just would have kind of like ruined, they wouldn't have been able to enjoy themselves. Yeah. And it, it was non-refundable. It was happening anyway. Um, so I just was like, you know what? I'll just tell them after. But uh, unfortunately, when I got home from the trip, me and my, uh, me and my mom got a little bit of a, a little bit of a riff, so I didn't even have a chance to tell her yet. But uh, they listened to this. That's why Robbie was saying that. I'll probably tell them, um, you know, this weekend when I see them up north. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> I was thinking I was gonna hog down to Vegas, but I did the logistics. I I lost my Airbnb Friday morning yeah. at 11 a.m. So if I went to Vegas Thursday night, you would have had to bring your bags with you. I, which I couldn't do or drop them somewhere. Drop them somewhere. I couldn't leave them at the guy's house because they're not coming back. They were like doing some other shit. Yeah. Um, so I would have to leave them at the motorcycle rental place. They have bag storage an hour and a half across town. Right? So it would have been a lot of cruising. Dude, an hour and a half across town just yeah. to leave to Vegas in rush hour, four and a half hour drive without traffic. Vegas would be five and a half hours with traffic plus the hour and a half to the thing. We're looking at six and a half, seven hours. It's insane. You know what? When you originally told me that idea, I was... <laughs> you were like, do it. I, I know. I was I was stoked on you. Uh, I was stoked for you to go. And obviously, I was, I was trying to push it. But um, what came to mind is... The hangover because don't they live in los angeles or live they live somewhere in california I think so, yeah, yeah. And for the bachelor party they drive down that yeah, freeway to vegas totally and doable. that's what i was thinking of uh what your experience would be like totally doable the guys were kind of chirping me for being soft for not doing it they're like buddy four and a half hours hog on down like it's gonna be the night <laughs> of your life and I, and I knew it would have been dope like he said yeah. you could stay at our uh hotel and ah uh, but did you did you end up talking to the guys afterwards being no asking what how it went or anything was no i didn't want to know yeah fomo better not know i just would i told myself all thursday i was like you're gonna be famous one day don't worry like not this time but you'll have your own trip you'll have your time yeah you'll have your time um so yeah thursday i had a really loser day (laughs) (laughs) i uh i hopped on the well the morning was nice i hopped on the hog started in west hollywood i cruised sunset all the way down to the ocean on the bike um and then i cruised up into malibu 
and through the canyons, man, it is like Hawaii, like Jurassic Park in there. They've had so much rain that that's all lush and green. The fires yeah. have like decimated a lot of it. So it's really? like lush regrowth. It's wow. gorgeous. I'll show you. I took GoPro videos. I was just on these Sick. twisty roads, just hogging around. Yeah. Um, took Mulholland back. Saw like the mansions Dope. and the... Yeah. And then I, I was trying to meet up with Kai in the evening, but Kai... I uh, had some work shit, so I was high and dry. So I just went fast food restaurant hopping until I <laughs> ate myself silly. And uh, I was going to go to a bar alone, like comfort yeah. zone push. And then I get home from fast food and I'm just like so tired from the day, like six hours on the hog. And I just like hop into bed and I'm just like, all right, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to regroup and head out to the bar. I was asleep before I slept in my motorcycle gear with my shoes on, on the bed. You were that gassed. I was that gassed. Holy. And then I woke up at 10 a.m. the next morning, like, fuck, I got to check out in an hour. Yeah. And I got a ticket because with the motorcycle. Yeah. Cause I had to move it between, uh, 10 and 12. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So rough go, rough go. So it's uh not, so that's Friday. Wait, speaking of tickets. Yeah. Um, how much how much did that one cost you? 75 US. Not shy. Not shy. Yeah, so that's a bit of a rough go there. Yeah. Um Friday night, Friday I lose the Airbnb so I slap those two fat bags on and I cruise on over to Ben's cuz I'm staying with Ben in Manhattan Beach okay. for the weekend. How far was that? Um same hour and a half kind of deal. And the thing about riding around on a motorbike that I didn't realize is you don't have maps. You don't have GPS. No. You can't hear it in your ears. If you put your headphones in, you have to memorize routes. Like you have to know where you're going. You need to get you need to get some uh, earbuds or like some noise canceling mm. ones. You know. Yeah, it would still kind of hurt in the helmet. Some helmets have built in, like That'd that. Be nice. But again, I, I don't ride bikes. Like, yeah. In, so I, you know, that's just what they gave me. So I would have to look at the map, memorize it. Every trip took probably thirty minutes extra. I mean, every trip, even like going to a restaurant to meet up with buddies for dinner. I, I watched like the Leaf game. Oh, because you get somewhat lost on the. I way. get lost every time, <laughs> and I'd, I'd end up like thirty minutes out of the way. And sometimes yeah. this would happen to me where I'm just like trying to get somewhere. I'd make a wrong turn and I'd end up on the freeway. <laughs> like that'd be three times. Um, so much freeway over there. Yeah, but I got lucky. On my flight down, I ran into a buddy at the airport on the same flight as me. Yeah. So we got we ended up uh, getting dinner and watching the Leafs game. He's a legend. He works in like TV. Um, flies down to LA a lot. Had some had a cool buddy there. We had a, a nice dinner. Dope. That was good. Um, then so yeah, I cruise on over to Ben's. I drop my gear. And we have a reservation at the Soho Beach House, Malibu, for dinner that night. Oh, so wait, you uh, still use that? Yeah, I was supposed to do it with, obviously, the girl I was seeing. Yes. Um, but uh, so she transferred over to me. Very nice of her. Um, Sick. And, uh, dude, this place was fucking wanky. So just compare them for a second. Toronto versus Malibu. Okay, Malibu Beach House is small, so it's kind of like similar size. Yeah. But uh, right on the beach in Malibu. Yeah. valet parking okay. next to nobu okay right on the street winter snow yeah no no parking, no parking. <laughs> um they have uh right on the beach so like waves are crashing right there yeah. um everything is just fucking rich okay. feeling okay lots of traffic lots of horns angry driver yeah <laughs> lots of noise um everyone there looked like they were famous rich or uh like just good looking <laughs> yeah i i felt like actually i felt I felt like a peasant once more. Oh. Yeah. Lots of... Uh, Lots lot of peasantry on this trip. Yeah. 
But, uh, and I was also alone uh, when I got, anyway, no, I'll get to that. So I was like, cool, I'm going to leave Manhattan Beach. I'm going to cruise the whole Pacific Coast Highway back to Malibu. And there's some roads I want to, some famous roads in Malibu that I wanted to hit twisties. Yeah. Um, and so I get there and like this whole trip, it wasn't sunny. It was cloudy. The sun would peak out a few times. It's the coldest February they've had in 134 years. Fuck. So Malibu got snow like a few weeks before. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Snow in LA. They're like, what is this white smog? Like, <laughs> um, The smog is falling. But yeah, so I, I pop out there and it's kind of chilly by the water. It really is. I had a few layers on and a little bit wet because Malibu was like kind of up in the clouds. Like... Like you, it, 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 there's always like kind of a mist layer around it, yeah. especially when you started driving up the mountains. But dude, it was tremendous. I I, I uh, checked a lot of the famous roads around there. There were a lot of them are closed due to fire damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't even go to the one I really wanted to, but in hindsight, I should. I got on something called Latiga Canyon Boulevard or Canyon Road, and it was a really twisty section through the mountains, a slow twisty section. And uh, at the top of it was a big section that you could see on Google Maps was like closed for road repair. So I was like, cool, I'm going to go up three quarters of it and then drive back down. Yeah. And um, I end up getting on this road and it's, it's you can see you're going to drive through the clouds. The clouds are like maybe two or three or 300 feet above you. I have the GoPro video. I'll show you. Dope. And <clears throat> maybe about five minutes into this road, fire damage, leveled houses. I mean, concrete slabs where houses used to stand. Cars are like shelves, like metal shelves. It hasn't been cleaned up yet. Not a lot of it. And it's so weird. So the foliage is all burnt sticks, just like black tree shells. Yeah. And it's all green because it's been raining. And some houses survived, some didn't. Like you, you could see like there'd be like houses like 50 meters apart, decimated versus totally fine. Wow. It was crazy to see, man crazy insane um and i started cruising up it i felt like i was in mordor like lord of the rings there's no cars on this road i started getting up into the cloud layer and the road is really twisty and up into the mountains and there's nobody out there there's nobody on this road because it's closed yeah and there's like these few houses in the fog that you're like they survived or they didn't and uh also, when you got really into the clouds, you couldn't see like 10 feet in front of you. Like you're just like on this. So it's really crazy video. That's cool. Once you got eerie, eh? So eerie. It was extremely eerie. And you're just alone on this like hog kind of like roads were really twisty, like hugging the rock face. I was going super slow. Um, and there was like sections of the road that were completely black and burned. Yeah. And so what ended up happening is the road said it was closed, but I drove the whole thing. Oh, sick! It was, uh, it was like they just had like construction. You didn't see anyone? No, I saw one bicyclist coming up on the way, and like a few construction vehicles parked, and like the there was one or two cars I saw because there is homes up there that needed to be accessed. So I guess the roads were just like closed, except for local traffic. Local traffic, yeah. Um, but yeah, but like some sections completely burnt road, others like untouched. This house, that house, good versus bad. Um, and then you get above the clouds and it was just like a completely burned, cleared valley. Crazy stuff, man. Wow. Um, and so I got to the end of it and I could have taken like a normal road back, but I just took it all the way back down. Yeah, yeah. It was it, it was really cool. That was one of the highlights for sure. Wow, that's neat. So I'll show you that video after. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, get to Soho Beach House. Um, 
get there uh, a bit before Ben. I'm talking like the staff there. Everyone's still super friendly. Like that Soho vibes. Like, oh, it's your first time. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll take yeah. you on a tour. So I get there and they're they're having this is so Malibu, man. They were having a um, sound session in the upstairs area where people just lay around on like bean bags and couches and they play like super like like. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> like someone's just like like running like metal or like a, a f like they're playing like live instruments but it's like making that sound like a metal drum or like a slide or something that they're yeah and like just like like some like cool like breezy effects and people are just like laying there <laughs> soaking it in um and uh yeah yeah so we just had uh ben and i had dinner outside the ocean's just crashing. You can see all of LA and all the way to Palace Fairdays, the whole coast, beautiful lights. Um, they had like some nice like house cocktails, um, ones with uh, uh, like real vanilla and some like, smoked whiskey or You're smoked. Be excited, man! It's been a while since we've been to yeah. the one here. Dude, it felt like for a couple of pecan days and felt like we didn't mules. leave. Felt like we didn't leave. Everything was where That's we left cool. it. Um, yeah. So Ben and I head back that night. We meet up with his friends in uh, Santa Monica at a party. Mm -hmm. And these are fucking cool guys, like UCLA grads. They're about you know, 26, 27, 28. They're young guys living in LA making money. You know, like house and living rental place in Santa Monica, working for a real estate company, just like good, like American, hard, like hardworking guys. It's really motivating. Yeah. Like they're just like they'd, you know Americans because the liquor's a bit cheaper over there. They have like nice, nice taste in tequila and vodka and whiskey. Yeah, it's easy to have nice taste when things are cheap yeah, over yeah. there. <laughs> um, so, so like you know, like bottles here that are like a hundred bucks, they would have there for like fifty. Yeah. So we just hung out with them. We uh, we played some like cool drinking games they had. One called Liar's Dice. I'll teach you guys here. Sounds fun. Yeah, it's like a bit of like a math game, but like you roll dice and you like okay. you bluff uh, uh, like with who has like however many of a certain dice and then you like lose your dice if you're wrong or if someone calls your lie mm -hmm. and then it's whoever's got dice at the end wins. It's cool. I'll show you after. Um, and then we met up with like a group of girls um, that night. So we had like a crew to party with. It was a cool. lot of fun. Uh, went Wicked. to Bungalow. Bungalow. Mm -hmm. That's a bar? It's a bar. Yeah. Okay packed cool crew like everyone's really nice man and like they're all like oh canadians like you're so nice like you're so nice i'm like you guys are fucking nice <laughs> you've been <laughs> you, nice you've been nice ben's a fantastic host eh? It, ben holy shit ben i'm gonna give you a shout out on here he's been on this podcast before this guy's messaging me all week he's not even in town he's like sleep in my bed do whatever you want like take it if you want like he's the my, fucking best my house is your house uh he's like my friends are your friends and the weekend was like that i had the best weekend with ben yeah so, so and we, he knows all the good spots eh? he's yeah. like he's totally just game for everything you know and wants to take you out go to cool places have he's a fun. doer man he's just an absolute doer yeah so we get back uh we get back that great night with his friends i'm buzzing I'm, i just had an an excellent night met some new people these guys are amazing that like you know when i come to canada i'm gonna visit you like all that stuff yeah. i'm like absolutely it's not gonna be nearly as cool yeah. <laughs> um so we get back to ben's we wake up the next morning ben lives in manhattan beach a block from the ocean the life he's got there man he's got a surfboards on the porch wetsuits everything right there good to go he make me he made me a bullet coffee in the morning you know or uh is that what it's called yeah 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 so it was like fired up um we slapped the wetsuits on we he's still right on the beach right right on the beach like like two houses two like uh killing me ben two or three houses between him and the beach yeah 
and we walk down with surfboards in hand, wetsuit on, like Cali boy style, and we hop in the ocean and just like, man, that's the life. Is there anything better? There's nothing better. And I was telling him that the whole time, even while I was gulping down on seawater and getting thrashed, <laughs> I, I literally was getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to take it a little easy because of the concussion, so I was surfing like uh, smaller waves, but they were uh, fast uh, sets and kind of really hard to get a rhythm, yeah. but caught two. Cool. Um, ben caught one and then nutted himself pretty hard. He hit his nuts. <laughs> we're out there for about 45. I came out. I didn't feel like I had a concussion symptom in the world, man. Dude, I was so clear-headed. The ocean is the best for curing hangovers. Like, And we had a hangover that was cured. Yeah. It's so many good things come from swimming in the ocean. The ocean heals. Like, that's it not really even... It does, yeah. Um, so that was our day. And uh, our friend Cole Abugov, who's uh, a listener, going to give him a shout-out here. One of the Abu. One of the OGs, man. Like, one of the first guys being like, I'm a listener, love it. Like, always gives feedback. Uh, he lives in San Diego. He's working there. I think he's there for a year. Yeah, I'm curious. Did he give any details on that? Yeah, so he's working on his uncle's, uh, I think it's a real estate investment trust. Yeah. Or it's like they, they do some sort of real estate acquisition for investments like that. That's cool. Um, so yeah. He lives yeah, with his Cole, aunt. definitely, um, we like you a lot. Yeah. You're a great dude. He's hilarious, man. He's hilarious. Cole's yeah. fucking funny. So he comes down. We get Hawaiian barbecue. Beautiful, like, spread of... Uh, like it was like 10 bucks and you like fill you up macaroni cheese rice steak chicken with all these like sauces we go to costco land of the free and uh we get some food we had a barbecue later that night uh ben grilled up like veggies this big tri-point beef um shrimp all this stuff we had some of his friends over and we had like an adulty night you know what i mean like wine some friends barbecue and then uh ben cole and i went out partying in manhattan beach yeah we ended up at this one bar uh and ben got severely hit on by a cougar okay i'm talking about absolutely eye fucking him across the bar like we're we're sitting there uh just having a few drinks and ben's like yo this this group of girls is just looking at us man and i'm like no they're not i look over they're not and then i see ben like keep looking over and then ben starts making eyes at them Ben's doing like the old like, hey, what's up? You know yeah. what I mean? And then I look over and she's doing it right the fuck back. Um, she's like 45. So Ben good just- Good looking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like not like like supermodel, but like good good, good looking mom. Cougar looking. Cougar, cougar looking. Yeah. Ben just like, he's like, one sec, boys. Hops on the horse, just walks right over, starts chatting him up. And uh, there were some fucking characters at this bar, man. Like That's hilarious. Dreadlock guy wearing Make America Great Again hat. Like a guy in a full <laughs> Canadian tuxedo. Just like, um, it was a really adult scene. There's no kids there. And uh, did Ben... Well, we tried to make it happen. Like, we talked to these girls. It's going off. She's like, he's so hot. Like, friend's so hot. Like, how old is he? I'm like, how old do you, how, how old do you want him to be? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, he's got such a baby face. I don't know. Like, all this stuff. And, yeah. and I'm firing Ben up. I'm like, Ben, I was like, don't worry about calling me. Give me your keys. We're going to go to the next bar. I'm like, you are... You're fucking this cougar tonight, dude. Like, this is a story. You're good. He's like, I don't know. I'm kind of weirded out. Like, it's not really my scene to do something like that. Um, and we like fired him up, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna do it. So he's like over there hitting it off. And uh, as Cole and I are walking out, like we say bye to him and her and and all that. And then we go to the bathroom. We walk out, and as we walk out the door, Ben comes flying out of the bar. He's like, I can't do it. Like, <laughs> he's like, I can't fucking do it. He's like running down the street. He's like, I can't do it. <laughs> You said that she started to get really weird. Like, 
what kind of weird? Just give me some examples here. Just like, uh, he, he started. He said he said some cool line. He's like he's like my his friends had just left. He's like yeah, my friends just left. Um, he's like you have you had my attention. Uh, you had my attention. Yeah. He's like now you have my intention. <laughs> You know what I mean? And like big swing and deck move. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, what are we doing tonight? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, I guess that they started chatting like real shit. And uh, she just started being like playing hard to get like right then. And uh, then he started like, he started to think about it. And like she started being like a little shifty. Yeah. Um. So he's like, okay, when uh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And he just ran away. <laughs> Okay, bold. He didn't give any like strong examples, just that he got a really weird feeling from her. Yeah. Okay. And also some other young guys talked to her while we were there. Yeah. So he started to think that she was kind of like an escort? Mrs. Robinson. No. Just okay. like just like that mom that's just like a cougar. Yeah, yeah. Um so like he he, he feared for his safety a little bit, just popped out of there. <laughs> um Okay, good move on you, Ben. So yeah, we uh we wrapped up the night, went to another bar, sauced a few more. Uh, got up in the next morning and he had a buddy take a shooting. Oh, I saw videos of that. That's sick. Super yeah. cool, man. Yeah. We just popped down. Um, I saw another one video of you. You had the uh, you had the pistol. You're shooting it like sideways. sideways yeah. Like you're fucking robbing a mini mini mart or something. The streets you know? raised me, dude. What can I say? <laughs> um, yeah. So Ben Ben is fucking Ben's American now, man. This guy was like racking the bolts of guns, just like. Just like setting everything up, just like blasting the AK. Yeah. His buddy was a super sweet dude. Um, Johnny, give him a shout out here. He uh, brought like his like M4, a uh, bunch of pistols, all the ammo, and uh, we rented an AK. And we just were there for like. How fun was that to shoot? Dude, we just could shoot unlimited. Like you just keep loading up your own bullets and just blasting yeah. everything. Wait, Johnny, wasn't that uh, his old roommate's name too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, different yeah. Johnny. Okay. Uh, this guy was cool, man. Just like born and bred uh, LA guy. He, uh, he had like a really sick car, like a muscle car, but like new version. Uh, it's like the Chevy SS, if you Google it. It's like got a Corvette motor and like a Malibu body. Okay. Um, so like yours, except but sweeter. Wait, yeah, wait over. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yes, just took a shooting. Great, great way to finish off the trip. Uh, shout out those guys. And uh, now we're... Uh, we're back and uh, we're going to get back on the phone calls with Ben back on the motivation stuff. Ben and I obviously have some like nice chats when we're down there, mm -hmm. but what's important about like how to organize. And uh, he talks about like his thought processes and, and how he's been, uh, you know, successful in his, in his shit. So like, it's just like a really fire up trip. Mm -hmm. It made me just be like, what? just like make money. Let's just go and get it. Like the, the, Living here in Toronto, like the comforts of home, the friends around you, like we're surrounded by a bunch of people that uh, kind of either party from Western or have jobs and complain about it. Like there, they were not complaining. They were not like, because they're in LA, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're like, I got a sick job. I got money. I got a cool car. I shoot on the weekends. I'm living the dream. Like I work a bit too much, but I hop in the ocean. Like it's, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a more laid back lifestyle for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, also shout out to Kev. I've been drinking this green smoothie this whole time. Producer Kev hooked me up with some nice health here. Mm -hmm. Dope. Tastes good, man. It looks good. Kev got a shout out from Cole in the States. Cole was like loving producer Kev. <laughs> got to have him in there more. That's hilarious. Um, so Friday, uh, 
Friday afternoon mm-hmm. or like midday actually, I went to when did one of those floats. You've been to the float tanks before, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I went out to uh, Mississauga with Olivia, mm-hmm. and uh, we went and floated for an hour. It was great. How relaxing, eh? It was. It was. Yeah. It was super neat. So I. So so we get to this place and um, the the guy there was 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 a total uh, just like such a welcoming guy. He's like, hey guys, how are you? Like he's got like it's a juicery also. So <laughs> obviously, so he's like he's got all these teas and stuff there and like his own ginger juice that he makes and everything. So he he's like greeting us at the front. He's like, hey, I'm so and so. Like you know, introduces himself. He's like, try some of this tea. Isn't that like fantastic? <laughs> like have some of this ginger juice. He's like feeding us all this stuff and then he brings us into uh, into the room you know giving us a little run through what the how the floats are and stuff Robin tug vibes eh did you get that <laughs> um, did it have like a shower and like yes like kind of like a spa kind of kind of like blue lagoon yeah in, uh, <laughs> in that's what i thought when i was doing it <laughs> yeah it's very similar um uh <laughs> definitely you know when i hopped in the shower it definitely jogged yeah. a couple <laughs> memories <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh so so anyways yeah he takes us in and uh, he had he had two different rooms, uh, and one one was like one was like a room with a float, and then the other one was a pod. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I took the one with the pod, and Olivia took the room. And uh, so so I hop into the pod, and uh, he was he was giving me direction. He's like he's like yeah, you can like close the 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 cover of it mm-hmm. and just like really like turn off all lights there's like a switch in the in the thing that you can turn off too right yeah so i was like down for that right so um i hop in there and it's a really cool feeling and, and i i it's um it made me think of what's that one c in um in the, de- the dead sea or the dead sea or the black sea yeah, or something that's, like that? that's kind of what i was thinking of that that must be what it's like yeah when you're over there you can yeah. just like float like that right but it's, it's but it's body temperature water yeah, this one. Yeah, uh, or was it a little cold? This one. So I had heard before that the room is supposed to be the same temperature as the water, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can't really tell the difference. You can't tell where it, it starts. It was a little stops. bit cooler than. Um, or actually, actually, you know what? Maybe when I had. So so just to continue my story, uh, I closed the thing. And I was like, I'm really gonna shut off, and uh, so I'm in there for about like half the time, and I start to get like a little bit nauseous and just like sort of harder to breathe really yeah claustrophobic no i i wasn't i wasn't claustrophobic oh. i was i was fine with it all and then i um i opened i opened the pod back up and just this like wave of fresh air came in and i was like whoa like i haven't been able to breathe in this thing for like the past half an hour because i know it's so closed off the circulation mm-hmm. isn't that isn't that great in there so oh. um so, so anyways i opened it back up and then it was like it was better then but then you didn't get the full like like the whole idea is you can't t- like you can't tell where the water and the air starts. Yeah. You feel like you're floating in nothingness. Yeah. You can feel a little bit of pressure. Obviously, it's keeping you buoyant. So, but yeah. you get numb to that and there's no lights, no sound. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you fresh let that fresh air in, it's almost like reawakening you. Like, I like restart. But if you can't breathe. I know. I was, but you know what? It was kind of the opposite, though, because I was, I had been told all this stuff beforehand. Oh, like, you just go in there and you like shut off your mind and you just think about whatever. And, uh, for the first half, uh, half, half of the time that I was in there, I was like trying so hard to like shut off and thinking like I could just relax. Yeah. And then it wasn't until after that I opened it back up and I was like, 
kind of more used to the whole thing that I actually like oh, sort of yeah. let go and floated properly. Yeah, I guess. you had like a little bit of nerves off the bat. Yeah. I, I what I remember is I did like an hour and a half float. I had it was like an actual metal tank. Did you have like a metal tank? No, this one was it was white. It was like I don't the plasticky like I don't know if it was plastic, but it was maybe like ceramic or something. Weird, yeah. So it was like a pod. You kind of close the door like a tanning bed. Yeah. Okay. So I, mine was like it looked like a time machine. It was a big metal tank. Uh, okay. It had its own room, its own shower. Yeah. Um, that's why it kind of felt like like rub and tuggy. Um, <laughs> and it was really like spaceship door shutting. Like you close like a metal door and it was like, it's kind of a bigger, not bigger, but just like a big machine. So you felt like you're really like in something. Yeah. Um, and it, it was a bit, a little bit of claustrophobia. Uh, but I found, I actually kind of floated in and out of sleep. Yeah, I was kind of, in that half sleep stage. So maybe it was, I don't know whether it was me kind of like, it's an expensive dreaming, nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dreaming a little bit maybe as opposed to just like letting my mind run free. But well, people say like you can get so relaxed, you kind of hallucinate, but I didn't the, quite get there. I didn't get there, but I got uh, kind of sleepy dreamy and I'd like wake up and go back to sleep. It's like an expensive nap. Yeah. It's like <laughs> cool experience. Nonetheless though. Um, and yeah, and I, I don't know if I really felt the benefits of like. Could it, you feel the walls? Were you touching them, or were you able to float in the center of it? Uh, for the most part, I was able to float in the center. Okay, of it. cool, yeah, because that um, can also wake you up. Like you're kind of meditative. Yeah, you're floating, and I, what I felt is like every twenty minutes, I would like you'd touch a side drift wall. Over, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd be like you'd be like a really slow pong ball. I was thinking about this too, actually. <laughs> like you just like your toe would just like your tap. toe would tap, but it would be like the lightest tap, and then you'd be on a new direction for the next twenty minutes. Yeah, and then your shoulder would tap. Yeah, no, I remember that. Um, cool experience. So definitely came out relaxed. Um, yeah, relaxed. Um, yeah, and you know what? Uh, I don't know if I fully felt the, you know, you know, you know how they talk about your like your muscles, like and like any sort of pains, they all just sort of yeah, like you can hear them cracking sometimes. No, even. yeah, I don't know. So, someone told me that, but uh, maybe I have to go a few more times. Yeah, get but, get good at it. Yeah, when uh, when. Speaking of loud luxury guys, when they were in town, um, Joe, uh, there was like a float place at the bottom of their building. As I was walking by it with him, he's like, "What is that?" And like I told him about it, and yeah. he like signed up for a float package and started like right floating. Away. Yeah, <laughs> like he went a bunch of times. So I, I'm assuming he he's, got some benefit he's out of a it. Float fan, yeah, big floater. Um, yeah, that was cool. And then um, Saturday, we had a little taco night over here. Nice. You love which, tacos. Which, oh, I fucking love tacos. It used to be just Taco Tuesday. Now it's tacos twice a week. <laughs> Anytime there's like a group, you know, group setting where you're, you're trying to figure out dinner, my first and <laughs> go-to suggestion is tacos. Nice. Um, but yeah, so it was good. We had a little family dinner on uh, Saturday night. Then we went out, went to radio. You love radio Again, too now. Dude, I fucking love that. <laughs> it's, it's so great. They had another uh, fantastic live band in there. Um, just such a good rip. Um, was home like reasonable time and then uh, Sunday sort of chilled worked worked till like 2am on Sunday okay. night yeah so that was a um, pretty chill weekend pretty good weekend made some money which is like probably the biggest thing about this next month I'm in mm -hmm. the hole mm -hmm. it's like if I don't dig myself out this month I'm in legitimate debt it's it's well, uh, 
not a glamorous no not a glamorous lifestyle like people out there the real the real thing about this whole podcast is as much as like we have a good attitude about what we're doing uh it's definitely a grind like that's why i get in fights with my parents like i did this morning uh with my mom uh it's actually really hard on the people around you as well uh my like my mom she my family they support me but they do not see this as viable they do not agree with it they don't like it they think it's they're like not embarrassed of me but like that's what they say stuff like that they got traditional values yeah which is kind of the opposite of what wiley was saying last time about his parents but they support me so i can't complain and uh but the this recently with rent in this month being so expensive they had a chat they're like you know you're an adult like you shouldn't need to borrow money from us you know what i mean yeah so i gotta dig myself out to have some self-esteem this month the concussion wasn't a helper yeah Um, it just uh you know when it rains it pours it does it really um but a good attitude good friends like i have a great support system uh like the people around me at this house are all positive. Robbie's so positive, Ben. And and even when you're getting like shit from home and like shit from like life throws you concussion, uh, all that stuff. Honestly, like I, I didn't feel bad a, throughout. Always, the glass is always half full. Right. I didn't feel bad throughout. I was like, yeah. you know what? I got my friends. I got an opportunity. I have a month to figure my shit out. That's a blessing. My parents were able to bail me out and lend me some money. That's a blessing. I was able to do this trip like... Uh, even though it was stressful and stuff like that, it, it was, I felt, man, th- every day of that trip, I was like, I didn't know who to thank. I was like, thank God, like, thank someone. Like, I'm ha- I'm just like. Do you feel, do you feel recharged after the trip? I feel recharged. Good. Dude, I want to hit the ground running. And yeah. I don't even know what, how far we are into this episode, if I can even get into Take a to concussion stuff. Um, 44 minutes? Yeah, we probably, probably save it. We can save it for another episode. But yeah, but yeah so I'll get into concussions at some point. I've been dealing with them for about five years. Like I think, I think you've touched on them briefly, periodically. Yeah, not like the episodes. full package. Not like the. Yeah. I want to do one talking about all the stuff I know. If because there's people out there that know people with concussions, and I actually really think yeah. some of the stuff I have to say could could the, change some people's. Could, you could break that down into an eight part series. <laughs> I could condense it too. I it's it's <laughs> okay seven seven. <laughs> <laughs> I can condense into a three-part, four-hour series. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, a couple things I've had to tell you. When I got in f- from LA, I ran into my cousin Kyle at the airport. They were just getting in from Cuba. Oh no way! He, he was there with my uh, yeah. He's there. He, he, my mom was just waiting in the airport. She's like, yeah. "Oh, we have I have a surprise for you as well." And I popped out, and it was just like Kyle and uh, his girlfriend Sabina. He's got a new girlfriend. Yeah. Cool girl. Cool. And there was also this. There was a dog on the plane beside me. Some guy brought his like lap dog. Wait. I thought you're, you have to like sedate your dogs and put them down under. This dog was not sedated. It was just chilling. Was he a, um, what are they called? Service? Service It dog? didn't have like a vest on or anything. It was like a little poodle. Cute little poodle. Kind of looked like a mini Harley. How was having a dog here last week? Um, we had a dog. We had a dog or two even. We had two dogs. Oh, uh, dog, dog duty was, dog duty was fine last week. Um, Harley spent the, uh, Pretty much all the time at Kara's place, so I just had to walk back and forth to go let her out and mm. uh, take her for walks. And she came over here to hang out for a bit. And, and Molly, then, and then Molly was over here. Molly, uh, Molly is a ball full of energy. Yeah, and yeah. Um, she was doing. Oh, I want to show you this thing actually. Right now? Um, yeah, I'll show you quickly. I I took this video of her, and uh, she does this thing where she, when she gets tired, she gets a little like 
growly. Yeah, I know. When I was leaving, remember when I was leaving for the the to go home? She was growling at me. Yeah, yeah. So watch. Smile, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Smile, Molly. <laughs> I'll put this that? video in the edit. It's just uh, it's, Molly. Molly grinning but like yeah. growling it's like she's supposed to, she's trying to growl at you except she does this thing where it looks like she's smiling she's just like has a mustache too because it's got like the <laughs> hair around her it's mouth so funny yeah uh, so dog sitting was good and um there was yeah, also man. this uh this fucking freak show guy like sitting in front of me on the plane clearly yeah. like he looked like a, a mix between the old guy from up <laughs> and oh, there's another character just a younger version of that say you know what I mean yeah. he, I, I don't know what his job was but he clearly like worked in something I think he was reading like a script or whatever but he was like kind of weird and like he would just like get up and like look around and was like kind of like weirding me out yeah and uh, he uh, when we were landing <laughs> he was doing this thing where he, he had the whole road to himself because the flight wasn't fully booked yeah where he was just like his legs were like going crazy and then he would have to look out of each window like woo 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 and he's sitting there and I'm like looking at him I'm like yo you know chill something like, that I chill out know. yeah he's going whoa 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 and his like legs are going crazy the, the whole way to landing and I felt myself getting stressed and I remember Ben on the trip he was telling me about how uh, people have uh, like an, an amygdala is like a part of their brain yeah. that subconsciously responds to stress in other people, even if you don't feel stressed. Yeah. And uh, so even if you're like not a stressed person, but you're surrounded by stress, it can wear out and stuff like that. Uh, or if you are a stressed person. And so I, I, I just felt stressed for some reason and I didn't know why. And yeah. I looked over at this guy and I could, you know, I he was creating I, a little turbulence in your head, right? And I did, I and I was like, wow, Ben was so right about that amygdala thing because I just I saw him earlier and I took no note. I was like, this freak show doesn't like flying, and I just like was like watching my movie, and I felt myself being really stressed because he was just going wild in his seat over there. <laughs> <laughs> did he clap when the plane landed too? No, 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 no clapping. He just fucking probably just pooped in his pants a little bit. Um, but yeah, that, that was a. I try to think if there's any other funny stories from L.A. I don't think so. Um, my, <laughs> I kind of got a funny story. So we had a bunch of boxes after moving into the uh, into the new place, and I had ordered a ton of shit off Amazon, and so we were trying to figure out what to do with these boxes, and uh, there's an apartment complex <laughs> right across the street from us, so. Uh, we had all these so kevin and i one night we're like okay let's go um you know zero dark 30 <laughs> after hours we'll sneak over there and the, they got dumpsters unlocked just behind their uh just behind their thing right so obviously we weren't the first ones to think of this and uh so we go over there at night we take all of our boxes i'm talking box yeah <laughs> i'm talking Box. Lots of boxes. What's the one Big, where there's like four walls and like, they all closed in? Boxes. boxes. <laughs> so it was it was like a two tripper for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we shove all our boxes in there, think nothing of it. The uh, the next day, I wasn't I wasn't home, but Kev's, <laughs> Kev calls me and he's like, "Yo, I just got back <laughs> to our place and all these boxes <laughs> are on our front lawn." <laughs> They took all the boxes out of the dumpster and brought it right back and, and, to and your they front brought, lawn. And they brought them back, right? So we're like, fuck, that's like kind of funny. Like, um, Fast forward a couple of days, I get a letter in the mail 
from this apartment and uh from like their management uh from their management there and so they took a picture of uh of my name and all the information <laughs> from the Amazon packages that's like on all these boxes. <laughs> They're like, we've got you red handed. And uh, so they took a picture of it and like scanned it and put it in this envelope with uh, just to show that they have it. And they're like, we have video footage of you doing this. And uh, <laughs> we, we advise you not to do this anymore. Otherwise, like further, there'll be like further consequences. So um, fucking narcs, it, man. Was, it was kind of like a like a one strike rule. Yeah. Bit, uh, a bit of a narc, though bit of a narc man just like let us throw garbage in your dumpster it's yeah, not that big a fucking on. deal like i, I don't know this why is the second dumpster incident we've had after the <laughs> rv incident i don't know why everyone's so fucking hopped up on protecting their dumpster yeah like, like fuck it's, it's a, a dumpster, dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> garbage goes in there you just like be friendly with your dumpsters uh yeah i heard another turkey by you uh so we have a downstairs neighbor who uh who we share laundry with him but we have to like kind of go into his space to do laundry so oh did all, i not tell you this all he asked for was uh an hour of notice he's really chill he's like yeah just give me an hour notice um and you can come down and do laundry or whatever so rob does laundry one day he sees a couple clothing racks in the basement <laughs> and uh he thinks oh trav talked something about having clothing racks these are probably his so he brings one upstairs sets it up in our living room and is like drying his clothes on it i get a text in la rob being like hey man uh you left clothing racks in the basement right and I'm like, nope, I've never even been in the basement, dude. And uh, he's like, okay, all right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I, I stole Peter's. <laughs> those are Peter's those clothing are, racks. Those are Peter's clothing racks. So I, I, get, I don't hear anything else. I get home today and Kristen's telling me of the story that... Uh, I totally forgot about this. Rob, uh, Rob has his clothing rack. He realizes it's not his. He's got to return it. So he, he texts Peter in the, in the morning, like 9 a.m. He's like, hey, Peter, like I'm going to come downstairs at some point today. If that's okay. He doesn't hear back. So he decides he's going to sneak this fucking uh, clothing rack back downstairs no, I, I, I went no it was it was like this i text peter being like i'm coming down for laundry purposes and i put my phone down and i went for the door handle. oh you didn't you didn't wait the hour the only <laughs> no. rule he gave us the one hour no, you, it was you, like it was like text down door handle down oh my god so so apparently he he, he uh reamed you out Eh? Yeah, he uh What was the scene when you got down okay, there? Okay, so, <laughs> so let's let's set the scene here. So I got Peter's clothing rack on my shoulder. <laughs> he's he's stolen a, an item of his furniture. <laughs> I got Peter's clothing rack on my shoulder. I'm walking down the stairs and uh, after I just text him and uh I get down the stairs and I turn the corner and the door, the sliding door that's normally closed that divides off his area. Yeah. I like I turn and I see him. He's sitting there. He's got his <laughs> he's sitting there on the couch and we just like make eye contact. I was like I was kind of shook. I didn't know what to do. I was like, "Oh, sorry, like just message you like just had to like return something." He comes up. He's like, "Dude, he's like he's like you can't do this, man. Like he's like I told you I need I need like at least an hour with this." Da da da. He's like he's like um he's like what are you doing down here? I was like, "Oh, I just like had to bring this down." He's like he's like, "Why do you have that?" Like <laughs> He's, and I was like, oh, like mix up with Travis, whatever. He's, he's like, okay, just like put it down there. Like he was obviously like a little bit rattled, rattled about eh? it. Yeah. Rightfully fucking so. Yeah, it was, I was, he was, uh, I was, I was kind of shook a little bit. I was, I just kind of like wandered in, into his area. And uh, so anyways, I just dumped it back down there, but I was like, fuck, like. You had a big week. Yeah. <laughs> a big week. Just pissing off neighbors left, right and center. Fuck. Uh, yeah. So. 
It was pretty funny though. Uh, learned to learn the lesson there. So I guess um, next episode, I don't know what we're going to do or have on, but we have a lot of friends that want to come on. We have we like kind of a list. We've been having like a bunch of reach outs yeah. recently. So we got a comment on YouTube recently. Shout out to whoever that was. Oh, did you see that? Yeah. I was going to ask you about that, but I was like, you know what? Trav doesn't really keep up with. Uh... I keep up. I get all the notifications. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. I keep up, dude. I, I, I respond. I responded to her. Yeah. Yeah. You said, she said, yeah. put it on Spotify. Why aren't we on Spotify? Because last time, last time I, uh, I tried to do it. I mean, you know what? I guess last time I looked would have been right when we were trying to get it up onto all the platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Spotify had stricter rules about po- getting podcasts up there. You had to like apply for it, but I think they've made it more open source since then. Okay. So I told her I would look into it and we will, whoever you are. Yes. We will look into it. And then otherwise episodes are going well, good feedback. The numbers are going up. We just, uh, we've got to keep trucking. We got to make money this week or else uh, I might be fucked. <laughs> I mean, this month. I think you might be, uh, what's the word for that? Fucked. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll, this is a real meat and potatoes of what Robbie and I are doing this year. Like, we got to get through this tough patch. Our music video song is almost done. We're working on our EP. The EP will be out and, uh, shortly. It's a lot of work and we just need to cover the finances to like get us through this like kind of lull period. It's a lull period for jewelry. It's a lull period for everything. There's no gigs because it's winter. It's a lull period for yeah. fucking real estate. No one's really selling or doing anything. So... All we have is kind of uh, bartending and the minor money that comes in from the jewelry we sell. So, hey, if you want to support us. Jewelry. Jewelry. Wrist and rye. Wrist and rye. How about a discount code? Yeah. How about a discount code? I don't do discounts. I do. But uh, I'll do one for for Too Many Jams. Okay. It'll be called I'm Poor 15. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll... I'll, uh, Let's see. What's a good discount code? Jams? Jams. Jams, Jams 15. Jams 15. Cool. Cool. I'll put Jams 15. That's That way we'll know uh, that it's from the podcast and Robbie and I will split the profits on those. Wicked. And on that note, we'll see you next Tuesday. Good dicks, everyone. Good dicks. All the leaves are dry.